You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Time is a lot more important than realized before. Yes. And time can give you an edge, right? Because if we look at some of those studies where people are eating the exact same number of calories, the people who are eating the calories at the right time look how they're doing better. everyone, I'm Dr. Oz, and this is the Dr. Oz Podcast. It's a question that plagues us every single day. What are we going to eat? Well, you don't always think about when we are going to eat. Well, today the answer to both what and the when, according to science, in a brand new book, now it's been, by the way, very fittingly called What to Eat When. <laughs> I love the title of this thing. It says, can, can plan you repeat to, the title? What to Eat When. A strategic plan to improve your health and life through food. Only Mike Royzen, my best friend, write a book that you have to actually enunciate it correctly with <laughs> syntax issues within it. What to eat when. You'll never forget it again. Uh, the book is written by uh, by chief wellness officer at the Cleveland Clinic, uh, Dr. Royzen, who just offered his little bit of criticism. And Dr. Michael Krupain, very close friend, who ha- also happens to be the the chief of the medical unit at my show. He would be the director of the medical unit, but there were union issues. <laughs> Only a show director. Seriously, you think I'm Can't joking. Use the word director. And I love our director. He wasn't the problem, but there was actually a union problem. So now he's the medical unit chief, not director. It's a very so, complicated title. So let's think about the about food and our need to, to rethink it. Have, have we been misled on our eating schedule all these years? And I, I just, in the context of that, help us a little bit with the, the broad insights about circadian rhythm. So go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I think as a nation, we're obsessed with what we eat, but we haven't really thought about the when. You know, we have diet, we have low-fat diets and high-fat diets and low-carb diets and high-carb diets, and we've left out this important component, which is when are we eating those things, not just what are we eating. And so we looked into that, and I think we were really surprised by what um, we found. Actually, both surprised, and I was kind of astonished by how solid the data was. The We evolved 
to store fat. That is, we lived in a um, calorie short era, era for most of the time humans have lived. And so we evolved to store fat, which was better to eat at night. But now it actually, to lose weight and to be healthier and to be healthier in general for other reasons, it is better to eat bigger early and less big late. Yeah, it really comes down to our circadian rhythm, so our, our body's clock. And we, that's how we usually think about it is our, our clock tells us when to go to sleep, when to wake up. But it really, if you think about where did it come from, it comes from our the sort of the way the world evolved, right? The, the sun is our main source of energy, and the sun is the thing that sets the clock. So once upon a time, you know, um, we, we had the sun, we got our energy, and then the sun would go away and there would be no more energy, right? So we had to evolve a system that we could store the sun's energy, and that's one of those ways is fat. But in order to make the system efficient, that's what our circadian rhythm or our body's clock does. It says you do th- your body should do this thing at this time so that you're using energy in the best way. And so once upon a time, maybe it was, it was beneficial to, to, store, to store fat. But in the world we live in now, we're surrounded by food and we can eat 24 hours a day, it actually works against us. So we're us. doing the opposite of what we were developed to do evolutionarily. Well, because evolutionarily... We, we want to have fat. <laughs> yeah, we're still doing that, unfortunately, uh, oh, right? Because yeah, in the majority of people eat most, most at night. That What we're trying to do is say, when you look at the science of where we are now, we should be eating the way the Europeans do, if you will, Bigger breakfasts, smaller dinners. I thought the Europeans were like a croissant and a cup of coffee for breakfast. Well, it depends which Europeans. We'll get to that in a second. I, I, I wanna, you dropped that bombshell about what you know, how much you eat when you eat, but I want to save that for a second because I want to get to the why you guys get interested personally in this. I mean, it's a it's a it's a major re- revisiting of something that we've taken for granted. Why? Well, I actually did that only because National Geographic said this is what we want you to do is to write a book. So I wanted to write a book on um, the food to eat. We had enough data on what to eat to build muscle, what to eat before a test, what to eat on a first date, some of the fun things, what to eat when you're angry, what to eat, et cetera. And I wanted to write that. And I teamed up with Mike Coupain, and and all of a sudden he said, "Let's go and do this." <laughs> well, it was really interesting. So we were at the Health Corps Gala, yeah, and we don't tape the show in the summer. And I said, "Mike, this summer I've got some free time. Let, let's do something." He said, "Let's write a book." And I said, oh, "Gosh, only my boys would say that." <laughs> I got a couple I, weeks free. Let's write a book. It's like giving birth. It took, it took more than a couple weeks. Write a book. <laughs> but I, but so I, we were interested in in these different chapters about the, most of the book is about how do you eat in different scenarios. And all my life, I've always shunned breakfast. I, even as a kid, my mom had to force me to eat breakfast. I just never was hungry at six in the morning. I was never hungry. I didn't yeah. want to eat it. And actually, for the last twelve or more years, I've only eaten dinner. That's the only meal. I I have, and people are always mad at me. They're like, well, you have to eat breakfast because it's important. I'm like, no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. So I started writing this chapter on, chapter on why breakfast is not the most important meal of the day, and I discovered it was. <laughs> but, but you're so thin. I mean, you could eat like a Paleolithic man who was hunting all day and then had to eat his meat at night because you, you don't have a weight issue. I think you're talking about more for people who— The majority of humans now in in developed countries have a weight issue. Right. And it is costing us a huge amount for for society in general. Just to describe it for the audience, the two of you look like 
gazelles. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> like Royce is a gazelle and Crupane's a, you know, a, you know, impala. A, an impala. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> greyhound. He's a greyhound. Uh, yeah. But but so you you look good. Um, but I, I it does. I see, I always thought that some of the the lore around breakfast was an advertisement that cereal companies were. It, it was. It was. That's how it started. It was Kellogg's. It was Dr. Kellogg in those days who started it because he had some breakfasts that were Kellogg's breakfasts, right? And that's how it started. And most of the research on it was paid for by the cereal companies. So Mike looked at it really seriously. Yeah. So at that first, that's what I was finding, this sort of this this research that was sort of you know, shady because of who was sponsoring it. But then when you when we started looking to what's actually being done now, there's there's a lot of data there. So one of my favorite studies is one where they it was fourteen hundred calories to everyone, but they randomly allocated people to seven hundred in the morning, five hundred at lunch, two hundred at dinner, or the reverse, two hundred at breakfast, seven hundred at dinner. And the people who ate more in the morning lost weight and had healthier biometrics than the people who ate the 200 in the morning and 700 at night. So same number of calories, but they got dinner. A calorie is not a calorie is not a calorie. And not only is a calorie not a calorie, but it actually resulted in healthier biometrics. The things we care about, triglycerides, LDL cholesterol, waist to height ratio, et cetera. All of those were better when you ate the same number of calories, but more in the morning than at night. Does it matter what you eat, or is it just the calories? Let me, do I, can I have a croissant and a coffee, or do I have to eat well, protein or something? No, no, no. The, the data on what to eat is pretty clear that we shouldn't have food with excess sugar in it and simple carbs. Even at breakfast. Even at breakfast. But the, 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 the complexity, there, there is a little complexity in... Um, when you get into the microbiome. And so we've learned much more about microbiome, and there's actually a circadian rhythm in your microbiome. This is this is totally amazing, right? There's a circadian rhythm in your microbiome where the species of bacteria change throughout the day. How do you shine light inside your gut? A little bacteria peeking out from down below? <laughs> It's a dirty job, but someone has to do it. (laughs) Your circadian rhythm sort of influences all aspects of of your life and your biology. So it also influences your microbiome. So even if they don't see the light, they're getting signals through your hormones or through other things throughout your day to change. So it's actually really interesting, the studies that have been done looking at the microbiome, a lot of them from these groups in Israel who spend a lot of time on that, they, uh, they find that the bacteria that are present during the day are more making metabolites and things that are dealing with energy metabolism, right? Which would you expect? And the and the ones at night are more dealing with um, detoxification because at night our bodies are repairing and restoring. And getting rid of waste. So just really, so the, 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 the number of bacteria can't change that quickly. It's just their activity changes. It's uh, the, pro- they, the proportion of them. So it's not the total number, but you'll have more of a certain type in the evening and more of a certain type during the day. Oh, they'll change that quickly. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Do they really, really life can, can reproduce yeah, bacteria quickly. can change very quickly. And what about things like insulin resistance? I'm, I'm going to get to chemotherapy in a second. But is your insulin resistance more problematic at certain times of the day than others? Do you, do, you Should you take insulin at one time versus another? Yeah, that's the, that's the really interesting part. That's sort of the, the thing that really got me 
into this topic is that as the day goes on, our insulin resistance changes. So in the morning, we're the most sensitive to insulin, and in the evening or late at night, we're the most resistant. And you see that in animals, and you see that in humans. And insulin's important, right, because insulin is the hormone that gets, tells your cells take in sugar and also sell, tells your cells stop breaking down fat. So it makes sense that we're more insulin resistant at night, again, if you think about evolution, because we were going into uh, sleeping when we don't eat while we're sleeping. And we need energy, though, because our bodies are still doing things. So the most important places that need energy are your brain, and your brain doesn't ever become insulin resistant. So all the extra glucose would get shunted towards your brain, and your, cel- your cells would break down fat to feed your brain and any other part of your body. And your brain stores memory and keeps working at night. Yeah, keeps every, it keeps Whereas working. your muscles don't. Exactly. So, so it made sense that you would be more insulin resistant at night, but then if you start eating at night, you're throwing off that whole system. But remember, there's, an, there's a whole bunch of different foods you should eat for different conditions, too. It isn't just, you know, one food is, is good all the time. We're only just scratching the surface here. We've got a whole lot more to discuss after the break. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's dot. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. When you're, if you're eating only one meal a day, like that micropane, which is what you were doing, it's more in the intermittent fasting space. So let me transition from, you know, three balanced meals across 16 hours to should we be eating in an eight-hour window and not eating for the rest of the day? Yeah, so it's estimated that the average American eats 15 hours a day. And that's probably not the best thing to do. Well, I was talking to one expert who was one of the people who's studied insulin resistance throughout the day. He asked me when I ate, and I told him I only ate one. At that time, I was just eating at night. 
And he said, well, you should be dead. And then <laughs> he said, you, you know, he basically said you should be dead. But then he said, well, it's probably the fact that you only eat once a day is probably saving you because of the fasting, because of the window. So if you look at some of the animal data, it's really interesting. One of my favorite studies that Mike likes to talk about is in fruit flies, which you would think would be not very relevant to people, but apparently fruit flies are a really good model for heart health or for studying the heart. You should know I, that. I didn't know they had hearts. <laughs> I guess they have to, but yes. They're small, itty-bitty fruit fly hearts. Yeah, so, so those little annoying gnats that are in your kitchen, usually um, they put them in a jar, right, and they feed them 24 hours a day. And then when they do that, they age. They, they start, you know, flying not as well. Their hearts don't work as well. Wings aren't as sheen. Yeah, they're just... <laughs> the fur doesn't look as robust. <laughs> That's when they eat 24 hours a day. Right. Yeah, they age But rapidly. if you give them intermittent food... Yeah, so if you cut that down to just, say, 12 hours, so you don't give them access 24 hours a day, they stay younger longer. They, the older flies look like the younger flies. So we shouldn't leave food out for our cat, like dry food out for our cat. We should... No, they should Make fast. Him starve yeah, they yeah. Should, a little they bit. Should be like fast. we do for the dog. Our, our Khaleesi, our dog, we, it's essentially intermittently fast. She gets breakfast when I get up at six or six thirty, and she gets lunch at one or two, and then she'll maybe she'll steal some food off the table because she, she's so clever. But uh, later in the day, but she doesn't eat she doesn't for get sixteen from, hours. Yeah, I guess what, I mean that make that does make sense. And you go into or you end up with a little ketosis, which you know as, as you've had on the show. Um, Dr. Longo has shown that, in fact, five days of reduced calories a month and then going to normal seems to regenerate your telomeres, seems to make your stem cells proliferate, and so you can repair things longer. And so there may be, we, we aren't, it, there aren't enough studies in humans on the long-term effects of intermittent fasting, but it looks like Intermittent fasting will be a really good thing, especially in the a five-day intermittent fast where you have – it's in the refeeding period. So remember, calorie restriction all the time seems to get you – the animals to live longer. In fact, they live much longer when there's an intermittent period and then they get refed. So when you say five-day fasting, does that mean no food for five days? No, it means a reduced calorie so that you get into ketosis by the fifth day. So the theory is there's lots of different ways to do intermittent fasting. So the one Mike likes to do is the fasting mimicking diet from, from Walter Longo, which is these five days every couple of months where you eat sort of very low calories, so 800 calories or 700 calories, of, uh, and you're eating vegetable soups and a, and a lot of vegetables. And, and that's just five days. Do away. you have that recipe in your book? Yes. The way <laughs> the way I there's another way of looking at um, intermittent fasting and that's more of a time restricted feeding kind of way. So where you're shortening the window in which you eat, and that's that's what I like to do. So I now instead of only eating dinner, I only eat breakfast and lunch. So I skip I skip dinner. I've totally flipped. You're my a gourmand. You're not cooking dinner anymore. Well. <laughs> I do. I like to cook my dinner, but then I eat it the next day. He's bringing for, it to work. I bring it to work. I eat it for breakfast or for lunch. You haven't seen that? little cheese me. tray spread that you have before dinner. <laughs> I do, but don't tell Mike because and he doesn't wine. like cheese. <laughs> do you, get, you don't get to have wine at lunch. Mm, well, no. That's <laughs> true. You're supposed to be working. That's, so, that's so, true. So you outline four guidelines to, to setting your food clock, which is eat when the sun shines, eat more in the morning unless later on. You've covered that. Eat consistently automatically from day to day. That would speak against the five hour, five days of fasting, Lungo's program, and you know, 30, whatever, 26 days of well, eating what you well, want. Well, no, in other words, that's right. It would, except for on those five days, eat consistently too. 
and you really are eating the same few foods. Is, is it a is is it a bigger deal to have a bigger breakfast, or is it a bigger deal to eat, do the same thing every day so your body knows what to expect? It's, it doesn't necessarily have to be breakfast, and that's I think an important thing. When we say eat early or eat eat more early, you could be eating lunch as your biggest meal. If you really don't like breakfast, you can skip breakfast. I I don't always have breakfast because sometimes I've got to be at the studio at 7 a.m. and I'm up at 5, and and that's too early for me to eat. In fact, I'm not eating till 10 a.m. most days now, but I'm I'm eating very light at dinner. So you guys don't believe in that whole theory where you need to keep your metabolism up by eating small, lots of small, tiny meals throughout the day? You know, You know, there is some theoretic data that if you feed yourself small throughout the day, you keep your mitochondria from getting errors. That is from having uh, errors created in your mitochondria by over-presenting food. And consequently, you'll have more energy throughout your life. That's pretty well documented in animals. We we have no data on that in humans because humans but, haven't adapted that way. this is really trying to ask you, is if she does the circadian rhythm right, can she cheat on the food? No. That's what I she's that really trying to get at. That wasn't my question. That's your question. That was, ha- I don't know how you got that from timing. I mean, <laughs> that- the, the fourth <laughs> thing is stop stereotyping food. And or so, your wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, in fact, <laughs> I would often have cooked salmon, as you know, at, at dinner. Well, now with, I cook, with, with boiled broccoli. And now, that's correct. And now I cook it at dinner, but I eat it at 10 a.m. So I take it to work. What time do you finish your, your day of eating? Usually it's now 7.30 or so. But I get home at 7. I eat by 7. But it's mainly salads. And if I get hungry, if I get, you know... As I said, if, if you get hangry or if you get angry or, or feel like you're stressed, I will have salads after that. I, I asked this. We had a show uh, recently on a guy who's very popular on Instagram who eats 5,000 calories in his meals. And, he's, you know, he's a stud. He looks Her fantastic. 15,000 no, no. calories a day? No, he eats one meal a one day. One meal a day. Oh. And it's, it's more like 4,000, actually. When we actually did the math, and Mike added it up with the med unit. So it's 4,000 calories. He exercises a lot, so he's actually burning off about 4,000 calories. So it's not as crazy as we thought. However, the food he ate, although really he had a lot of vegetables and fruits, the toppings, the, it makes it look for Instagram like he's having burgers and fried chicken and you know, uh, cake uh, frosting, things like that. Which normally you can't get away with that stuff. And even if, I don't know, 300 of the calories or 500 of the calories was junk food, he was still doing it. And he looked, I wish I looked as good as he looked. So is the you time know, you know, more, you look pretty good. Yeah. You both look but pretty I look good. Better. <laughs> the, the, could I, is, is the bigger issue the time or the food? We don't know the answer. I would, if, if, you, if you ask me, I would say they're both important. And, and you can't, I mean, it's like, is your heart important or your kidney important? Well, you, if you don't have kidneys, you can't live. And if you don't have a heart, you can't live. So they're both important, brain too, um, a few other organs. But in fact, so I think they're both important. But I, And if I was going to say you had to choose one or the other, it would be the food. I agree that they're both important. I think time is a lot more important than real, realized before. Yes. And that time can give you an edge, right? Because if we look at some of those studies where people were eating the exact same number of calories, the people who were eating the calories at the right time, look, they look healthier. They're doing better. And I know personally for me, when I, you know, I think the guy who we had on the show, he also ate all his calories at night, which was very upsetting. Um, but he's, he was, I think he's 35. But he also stayed up late. 
I mean, he, he did. Didn't, he did. He didn't, although he ate his calories in the evening, he, he that was almost the middle of his. He day. also didn't sleep. And he very wasn't well. trying to lose weight, right? This he is was, a guy who was. He not, was. He was trying he to was lose trying weight, to and he had gotten weight. and he'd done it, and he was now in but his, really good his shape. His counter argument to what you're saying, and again, he had no data. He's just personal experience. He's a young man. Uh, so he can get away with it, perhaps, was that historically, if we went hunting and caught an animal, when we ate it, we would fall asleep. You would, you would get an increase in hormones that would make you sleepy, drowsy. After a Thanksgiving meal, you'll, you'll just naturally get tired. So I'm, I'm saying this for the, for the but listener. That is, but remember, that was in the era where we were calorie short. Yes. We aren't calorie short anymore. Right. It's the difference. Uh, so we don't have, I don't have data, just my personal experience on this. I think that when you're doing sort of a fasting like he's doing or like I've always, I always did, uh, it can give you an advantage for only maybe a certain amount of time. Because I've noticed, at least in me personally, I was starting, not a lot, but I was starting to gain a little bit of weight every year, just a few pounds. And then now that I've switched the way I've eaten, it's, I've had to buy all new clothes. You, <laughs> you lost weight? I lost weight. And I didn't mean to lose weight. It just happened. And again, just to be very specific, you, you, you lost the weight by making most of your calories in the morning, but you don't force yourself to eat when you get up. You eat when you're hungry in the morning. Is that correct? That's right. I eat when I'm hungry, but my hunger's changed. Now, because I'm not eating dinner, I'm hungry in the morning. And because I'm ha- I'm, my body is now used to me eating during the day, that's when I'm hungry. How it about, used to never be. How about snacks? So snacks are okay. I don't eat a lot of snacks. But if there's a circadian rhythm diet. You end up, when you're, when you're eating more in the morning, at least... You're not, the time you normally snack, you're not hungry. The only time I have any hunger at all is is if I'm really up late working, then I, and I'll have a salad then. But it is, it is true, when you change, when you move your food to the morning more, you end up um, being hungry in the morning and not being hungry in the evening. We've got a lot more questions to get to, but first, a quick break. enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
right, let's go through some of the scenarios because half the book had these fantastic uh, game plans that, for the commonest problems that we guys are struggling with. And I hear about these all the time from our, from our listeners and viewers. First, what should we eat when we're hangry? Now, I have no personal experience with hangry. Well, no, hang- they feed you so well. <laughs> angry is both being hungry and angry. And it's like you you boil water, and soon and soon, when it starts boiling, it really boils over. And that's when what happens with being hangry, you're both hungry and angry. One of the keys is if you eat in the morning and do it routinely, you're not hungry, so it's hard to get if you will, angry, if you will. So eating the when way, as we call it, eating more in the morning, less in the evening, gets rid of that. The, the, the second thing is to eat some foods that have crunch in them. So popcorn is... is Potato chips? Please, <laughs> there we go again. There you go again. <laughs> they have crunch. Um, so roasted chickpeas has become my favorite. Mike has taught me how to roast chickpeas. So you take chickpeas, you dry them out, you put them on a, on a sheet pan, you put it on there, you flavor it, you, put so, you, you mix them with a little olive oil and some garlic or whatever, rosemary, whatever. Rosemary has become my new favorite yeah, spice. I like so. And that's how you make them. And they crunch, they're not, and they're wonderfully satisfying. And low so, calorie. And hummus and, and cut vegetables instead of chips. And I think when people are hangry, it's like they have a slight drop in their blood sugar again, which we've been talking about. And that's when you usually crave, like, sweets and sugar, right? So we want you to try some whole grain carbs. You can still have carbs. Just make them whole grains that are going to do better for your blood sugar then. It's number one question I get asked is fatigue. People get exhausted. They usually run to sugary sweets, coffee, things we know don't fill the tank quite as efficiently as the right food could. So what's your recommendation? So... Fatigue, the leading cause of fatigue is actually dehydration. So water, water, water. So first thing in the morning, have a couple of glasses of water. Coffee works too. Um, Mike, you have some favorites? Uh, for fatigue, again, I think I'm a preventive medicine doc. So eating the Wenway again helps prevent fatigue because you're eating early, so you're not getting tired uh, later. Also, um, again, Complex carbs and, and healthy fats. We like avocado toast for fatigue. And, and you mentioned water is a big issue. Uh, part of the solution to fatigue is sleeping more, yet people actually can't sleep. So what are the food hacks for insomnia? So the most important ones are magnesium and tryptophan. Um, and magnesium you get in. So one of the best things is a salad, um, if you will. So a salad has leafy greens, which have magnesium in it. And then you can put some soybeans in it, or you can put some slices of chicken in it, which have tryptophan. What time do you eat it at? Or, so that you want to eat four hours, at least four hours before you go to bed and, and stop your eating. So that's why I stopped at 7.30. As you know, I go to bed around 11.30. I get the emails. Dr. Coupin, <laughs> what do you have to add? Well, I think it's really important not to eat the unhealthy foods, like the saturated fat, a lot of sugars, simple carbs. There's some studies that show that people who eat that kind of diet have a harder time falling asleep. And when you get rid of those foods, you fall asleep much faster. Then if you eat, like, Mike's favorite food, salmon. Salmon, <laughs> I couldn't believe it, but there are studies that show people who eat fish can sleep better. And is that then, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're they're a lot. They're actually, and salmon has been the the, the study <laughs> food in those. So my salmon habit is really good. Mike sleeps like a baby. And then actually, 
There's also good research on tart cherry juice, which uh, Lori Elwell turned me on to, who uh, dresses you <laughs> for the show. So, so and, and, and that's it, actually good for pain as well. Yeah, because so. it, it makes it it turns it has some things in your body that, you, that both increase melatonin and have things like NSAIDs in them. What else do you do for pain? Because that the 117 million Americans are afflicted by it, and they don't generally realize that when they walk into a grocery store, they're walking into a pharmacy. Right. So one of them is, as we we said, is tart, is tart cherry juice. But another one is things with flavonoids in it, dark chocolate. And, of course, um, the, you know, the, my favorite food, salmon, because of the omega-3s, but also walnuts. We don't know why walnuts and salmon both have other things in them that function as though they decrease pain. So there's a pretty there's pretty good data on that. What was the most surprising thing you learned? Because you, you you cover so many topics, and I, I I'm not going to touch on some of the other areas of the book just we don't have time. So please go out and buy What to Eat When, uh, which is a fantastically uh, documented book. Also, you have actually the, you know ways of. Uh, we put all the references in the back. Exactly. There's there. a lot of references. So, although some of these you're saying, people say, oh, yeah, I knew salmon was good for me. You actually can show me why salmon is good for me and who actually did the hard work to figure it out. But what, what surprised you the most? I'll start with uh, Mike Krupa. No, what surprised me the most is that when you eat matters. I, I just didn't believe it. I've always my whole life in medicine been trained a calorie is a calorie is a calorie, and it doesn't. that's all that matters. But really, it matters when you eat it. What surprised me was the depth of the data, the supporting data, both on when, but also on specific conditions. I always thought, eat the same thing every day. What the heck? As long as you avoid sugar and, and avoid uh, simple sugars and added syrups and simple carbs and foods like red meat with saturated fat, you'd be fine. But it turns out there are specific things you eat for, for example, how to increase fertility. Or what, what, do you, you, what do you do for that? That would get people going. Oh, well, One third of women are underbabied in America. One third of women don't have the number of babies they want or any baby. Underbabied. I've never heard that. Yeah. But in fact, they're, they're, I don't want to give it away, but my favorite food, again, salmon, is oh. really good for this. <laughs> so I'm buying a salmon farm. Yeah, and no more dinner. But you, but We're done they, with dinner just, at home, Emmett. Don't, don't look at me with those hungry eyes. You don't, you, but they're, you don't buy they're, this they're, circadian rhythm stuff, do you? Come yeah, on. We're not eating dinner ever again. Oh, but that's the thing. You don't. You can still eat dinner. Nope. So. <laughs> We're but done. Now look what you've done. Now look what you've done. Dinner but, should should be your smallest meal. That's that's the big thing. Like it, you don't have to eat dinner like me, actually, but some people the, feel like they need to. One of the most in, interesting things is, as you know, when I stay at your house, Mehmet gets me this green drink every morning, and I I resisted it as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, one, it does taste good, and two, it has a fair number of calories. All right, I'm going to go through a, a potpourri, just rapid fire, because you guys are so brilliant at this. I'm going to give you a condition. Just throw me out one little thing. If you don't have anything obvious off the top of your head, I'm not, it's not fair to quiz you like this, but depression. You know, a lot of, a lot of folks are struggling with depression, uh, and I just want to be clear on this. I'm talking about depression not because your life's in, in disarray, where that's a reactive depression, where you should be depressed because you want to fix the problem, because depression calls for action. But then there's some people who are sort of more of a chemical depression, where things are going okay and they're not really feeling their best. And the question then becomes, what can we do to, to, to eat differently? Because this plays into things like the hormonal changes that happen after pregnancy, uh, the issues around PMS. They all sort of feed back into the same issue of, of, a, of a chemical depression that we can use SSRIs for. But I think we can probably do better if we, if we can figure out foods that work for us. So I know that omega-3s, salmon, 
can be helpful for people who are trying to make sense of stuff. But movie, this episode brought yes. to you by so the Salmon Council. Beyond Salmon. Beyond green, Salmon. Green tea. Green tea. Yeah, so they have catechins in them, antioxidants. Right. ECGC. Veg- veggies. Other healthy oils. So extra virgin olive oil is also good. Right. That, that's so, because it's got an array of fatty acids in it. Right. All right. Now, you broke it down, just to go clear. The problems when, you know, challenges you have when you're at odds, for example, being depressed. Problems at home. Um, problems at work. What, do you, what about a job interview? This is cool. You have, when you're being tested, when you've got a job interview, when you have a big decision, when, you know, these are all practical things that people face. And I would love the idea, and, of before you enter one of these big, you know, job interviews, you actually, you know, double check that you're tuned up like an athlete would before a game, right? You wouldn't walk into a game not having taken care of your body. So for someone out there who's about to walk into one of the biggest days of their lives. So you don't want to eat something you've never eaten before. Right. Yes. Gas. And then you want to eat very light. And then the other thing is bring water with you. If you use the coffee, a little coffee is fine, uh, or tea. Yeah, and whether it's a job interview or a test, as we talk about, I think you need energy for that experience, and you don't want to be getting that energy from a donut. You want to be getting that from eating your whole, again, your whole grains. Especially if it's a series of interviews. So if you've got one interview that's an hour. And you know you can get it. You can go on sugar then. But if you're going to have a letdown, which is what happens if you eat sugar, you don't want to have sh- anything with sugar in it right beforehand. So complex carbs, protein, but a little bit, not overdoing it. If I can, j- just for the, the the last bit of this interview, let me move past food because the real big breakthrough uh, that you guys have been talking about is the fact that in medicine we should be respectful of the circadian rhythm. For example, chemotherapy. And I didn't realize that there was data that uh, patients who get chemo at different times do better or worse, depending on that time. Yeah, chemotherapy is interesting because, again, it all comes down to your, your circadian rhythm and what your body is doing at the, at the right time. So we know that um, we're studying this. We're learning more about it. But say you're getting a drug, and that drug is supposed to kill cells, right? So the, t- the cancer may be more susceptible at certain times to that power. And then... Usually, can't, uh, chemotherapy has some type of side effect. So, if it damages the kidneys, let's say, then then those kidney cells during certain times of the day they might make more pumps to get rid of that chemotherapy. So, if you can align when you're giving your drugs so that the cancer is getting killed and your cells are able to defend themselves, then that's the best time to give it. And that's what we're so we're learning about now. And, and that's just we're, and you we're know, studying even, everything. Even, even heart surgery is better at certain times of day. Remember you you. You, well, we all, we, going for parole is better at certain times of the day, right? Seriously, parole boards give more paroles in the morning than the afternoon because the judges are exhausted in the afternoon and the no decision is not to give parole. No one's going to blame you for saying no to a convict, but it's not fair to the convict if it was really their turn to get parole. Um, there's a guy I want to pay credit to because I think without him, this book wouldn't be quite as beautiful as it is. That's Ted Spiker. So the science is fantastic here, but there's a, a collaborator you have who is a beautiful writer. So I'm going to give them an example because not only is the book incredibly informative, but it's beautifully crafted, as all the things you do uh, are by Croyzen. So uh, here's a little guy. So we're talking about time, and I'm quoting the book. But instead of a grandfather clock on your colon, a pocket watch dangling from your liver, or a smartphone attached to your meniscus, your body works with an internal rhythm that allows it to function optimally for survival. So it's a joyful read as well. As you know, Ted puts humor in in the most unusual ways, and it, and it has those. We also had a ex-student in the medical group do the cartoons. 
Um, so we had some. Who's really, yeah, so Michael Shen does the oh, illustrations throughout the book. So, so he we used to be in the medical really, unit. You, My, Michael you're, Shen you're, is a superstar who worked on the on the show for a year. You know, we have medical students that work under Dr. Crupain on the show. Oh, I'm so, so proud of you. Your copy is an advanced copy that doesn't have all those cartoons in it, so we're sorry. Although i got to say, uh, with Ted Spiker, my favorite line of all time, my, Mike Royzen and I had written a book called You Want to Diet. And uh, the first, uh, it opens up, the reason so many of us can be seen by Google Earth is. <laughs> but it's representative. You know, we make Tell Sour and Dour, and you've written a book that's, a, that's playful and funny, uh, uplifting. Uh, but incredibly informative. And to that, credit to both of you. What to Eat When, pick it up. Dr. Michael Krupain, Dr. Michael Roizen, uh, fantastically done. It's it's, uh, it's going to be a New York Times bestseller. So, you know, get one before they run out. Thank you. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.